you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everybody. It's Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. Happy Halloween and welcome to the NFL Fantasy Football Show. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, joined by Michael F. Florio. We got a fun one today, folks. We're going to make some big time predictions for the second half of the fantasy season. Plus, our pal Matt Okada is going to drop by with his top waiver wire targets for the week. Let's kick it off, though, by looking at our fantasy crystal ball, shake up the magic eight ball, whatever you have. Make some predictions for the back half of the season. Now, last week, if you watched the Stardom Sidem show, you saw us do our first half awards. Now we're going to do some second half predictions. We got four different categories to keep an eye on. The first being breakouts. Who is your second half breakout? The player that I thought was going to be a second half breakout coming into the season. I'm sticking with Jamison Williams. He's been using these first couple of games to kind of get back into rhythm and shake off some rust and just, you know, be there with his teammates. But the schedule is why I love Jamison Williams. Look, Boomer bust, I get it. He's going to catch the long touchdown or he's not. But the Lions have a bunch of home games still to come, and their road games are largely in dome stadiums, so you don't have to worry about weather. And then he gets the Chargers, the Bears, uh, the Packers, the Saints, the Bears again, the Broncos, the Vikings, a lot of very favorable matchups coming up. So, I, again, I, the floor isn't always going to be safe with the kind of player that Williams is, but the upside is sky high and someone that I think you want on your roster. I know the uh, Lions hoping that Jamison Williams starts to break out in the second half. I'm going to go with a tight end because we're always desirous of more tight ends. And it's Jake Ferguson of the Dallas Cowboys. Had a very nice game this past week against the Rams. Gave you 47 yards and a touchdown. I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but he's a tight end. Uh, we've been waiting for Ferguson to really get going because he's out there running a ton of routes. He's getting looks in the offense. We mentioned that Dak seems like he's turning a corner. They're starting to spread the ball around. And I think Jake Ferguson uh, is going to be the beneficiary of a lot of that. He's got a very favorable schedule, one of the most favorable tight end schedules the rest of the way. So I think Jake Ferguson is uh, really set to do some big things. So if you got him, get ready to start him. If he's out there, you should probably go get him. So that's the guy who's going to break out. 
Who's the guy who's going to fade away in the second half? Yeah, I, I don't know if fade away exactly, but Saquon Barkley is a player that I would be trying to sell right now. He just had 40 touches this past week. Sell that high because uh, it gets the, the Raiders, but then the Cowboys, the Commanders, the Patriots who are tough, the Saints he gets later in the year, the Eagles, the second hardest running back schedule down the stretch now with... Both of his quarterbacks banged up right now. Probably going to see a lot, a lot of stacked boxes. And the Giants are quickly falling out of it. Uh, Saquon is on a one-year deal. He's looking to get paid once again after the season. So wouldn't surprise me if he kind of, one, if it's just everything is stacked against him for him to be highly productive. And two, if maybe he decides like, hey, I don't want to put my body on the line for all of this. So maybe I'll dial back the touches a little bit or something like that. Yeah. I mean, like the, the Giants had what, like nine passing yards, I think, uh, on Sunday. That was rough. Raheem Mostert sort of fits in that category as well. What helps Mostert is that I think the Dolphins are going to keep scoring points. And so that always means he's got an opportunity. But the schedule does not do him any favors. And we've seen the last couple of weeks that the production overall has dipped. Now, he's still finding the end zone, and that's definitely helping. But I always like to say touchdowns are fickle beasts. On top of that, Jeff Wilson is back. We've seen Savon Ahmed get some opportunities. And let's not forget, Devon Achan is going to be back at some point this season. So, look, Mostert's been awesome. Uh, He's still one of the top fantasy running backs in terms of the overall points that he scored. But I do think the opportunities combined with the schedule are going to kind of conspire against him in the back half of the season. Uh, Let's talk about some bounce back guys who didn't have the great first half, but are going to have a good second half. If you've watched Fantasy Live at all this year, we do a segment where we say players to trade for. And I think three times I've said to trade for T. Higgins. And I'm I'm saying it again. Try to get T. Higgins right now. I think he's going to bounce back with a big second half. First, the schedule is so favorable. The fifth best wide receiver one. He gets the Bills next week. Later in the year, he gets the Steelers twice. He gets the Jags, the Colts, uh, the Vikings, and then he ends the year. And I know the Chiefs are a tough matchup on paper. He ends the year in a game against the Chiefs, which could be an absolute shootout game. Uh, he looked healthy yesterday. I know it was kind of more of a floor game for a healthy T. Higgins, but him and Joe Burrow are healthy again. And that's the reason why we were taking this guy in the third round of drafts. I know the first half has been kind of a lost year so far for him, but I think he gets right and pays back in a big way in the second half. So try to trade for him now if you can. Yeah, the Bengals offense on Sunday looked like the Bengals offense we've been expecting to see all year long. Speaking of offenses looking pretty good and wide receivers who are ready to bounce back, Devonta Smith. And it, it's been a disappointing or frustrating start to the season for Smith, partially because A.J. Brown is doing so much work on the other side. But even then, Smith has maybe missed out on some opportunities, dropped some passes that would have helped some of his fantasy outlook. But we saw him really come to life in week nine in that game against the Commanders, 99 yards and a touchdown. The schedule is very favorable. And I just think at some point the Eagles are going to start getting more guys involved. Yes, A.J. Brown will continue to make big plays because that's just what he does but skinny Batman is also going to live to fight another day alongside Batman in this offense so I know a lot of people have been frustrated with Devonta Smith asking what they should do keep starting him because I think you're going to see more games in the second half like you saw this past Sunday all right Uh, our last category here the rookie to watch and yours I think is maybe the most obvious answer that could be Dalton Kin. Cade. I've been bullish on him since the draft. Uh, I know you have as well, Marcus. It took a little bit for him to get going out of the gate. Third best tight end schedule down the stretch and uh, looking like a potential, uh, I said the other day, league altering player. And if any waiver wire guy broke it out to be a league winner, I think it's him. I'm standing by that. This kid could 
change your fantasy lineup and potentially win you your league moving forward. So Dalton Kincaid on one side. For me, it's Will Levis. Uh, at some point, maybe uh, Best Foods or Hellman's, depending on what side of the country you live. I was going to give this kid a sponsorship because he looked great. Uh, I think he gets the starting job in Tennessee and the fact that he wants to push the ball downfield, throw these yellow shots to DeAndre Hopkins, only going to help what we do in fantasy and going to help the outlook overall. So uh, we've seen a lot of rookies have good starts to the season. I think Will Levis now is going to get his opportunity to shine. And I think he's going to make the most of it in the second half of the season. We are not done yet. We're going to dive into the waiver wire. Matt Okada will join us to talk about some guys you should be picking up, maybe starting or at least stashing going forward. That is next on the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have... Hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot and now he doesn't. Mm hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's get some of the top waiver wire targets for week nine. Our pal Matt Okada's put together his list for the week. Quarterbacks Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Sam Howell, and the mayonnaise-eating Will Levis at running back. Cam Akers, Amari DiMercato back in our lives. Chuba Hubbard doing things down in Carolina. And it's time for you to buy a bus pass and get on the Gus bus with Gus Edwards. Moving over to the pass catchers at wide receiver. Keep saying it. Go get Josh Downs. Uh, K.J. Osborne, Tank Dell uh, back after the bye. Demario Douglas getting some run in New England. Jackson Smith and Jigba coming alive in Seattle. Quentin Johnston, especially uh, with Josh Palmer leaving on Sunday night with an injury. At tight end, Taysom Hill, Trey McBride, Logan Thomas, and Fergalicious Jake Ferguson. Now welcoming in the man who writes our start or our waiver wire column, I should say. I got the wrong show in my head. Uh, it's Matt Okada. You can check out the waiver wire article at NFL.com slash waiver wire. Makes perfect sense. Uh, all right, Matt. We got nine. We have four teams on a buy in week nine. The Bengals, the Jaguars, the Lions, and the 49ers. But um, the first guy we want to talk about is a guy who may not play this week and then is on a bye, but it's time to go stash Kyler Murray, right? 
It is, yes. And we're maybe trending towards the possibility of him playing this week, barring some wild trade deadline hoopla, which basically never happens. Uh, But all the reports out of Arizona are that his recovery from the ACL injury, his practice participation this last week, and his performance in those practices are all encouraging. I think this might be your last opportunity to add him on the down low, maybe next week. But if you have that spot, slide him in there now, because when he does come back, I expect top tier production. This is a guy who's averaged 20.4 fantasy points per game in his career. That would put him in the top five QBs this season. And a lot of that value does come from rushing yards. He averages about 40 per game and rushing touchdowns. He has 23 in four seasons. So we will have to monitor how mobile he is coming off the injury. But I expect he will be fine. And by the way, he gets the Bears and the Eagles in the fantasy playoffs. So he's really a guy you'd like to have for the stretch. Yeah, we all play in a league together and I've been quarterback needy. So I've stashed Kyler Murray. I'm very excited for his return. But there's a whole bunch of teams now that are quarterback needy because of all the injuries. And Sam Howell just keeps getting the job done. Yeah, if you're one of those guys who has Kirk Cousins, or you're one of those people who lost a guy or, or who has someone on bye this week, Sam Howell is the pickup for right now, assuming Kyler doesn't play. Uh, they had a down performance in week seven, was more dropped than added, despite me saying, pick him up and stream him against the Eagles. And surprise, surprise, career best, 31 fantasy points, 397 yards, four touchdowns. The Eagles have been an oddly great matchup for fantasy QBs all year, so this was I I expected this to a degree, but honestly, I think we should be expecting good fantasy outputs from Howell. Regardless, he scored 18 plus in five of his last seven. He's a top 10 quarterback overall on the year. Top eight, if you now remove Kirk Cousins, Uh, he's playing impressive, barring a few inconsistent spurts of, okay, that wasn't a smart move. Uh, and, And honestly, he has one of the more sneakily deep and impressive pass catching groups in the league. And I think that it's helped him out. So I'd throw Howell in as a QB one rest of the season. I mean, it's I don't know how he's doing it, but he's doing it every week and he's doing it in different ways. So at some point you can't really deny it. Uh, Imari DiMercato, right? We all said they'll pick him up a few weeks ago. Then they gave Keontae Ingram all these opportunities. But after that, it's been the DiMercato show down in Arizona. It has been and it really established itself this past weekend. The fantasy output does not look superb, which might push many people away from adding him or even lead some to drop him. But he dominated the team's carries. 20 carries took him for 78 yards. He led the team in both categories by a desert mile. And that was all against a stout Ravens defense in a game the Cardinals trailed throughout. So now a few weeks into this Sands James Conner era, and at least until he returns, I agree that it seems firmly established DeMarcado is the lead back. You you don't find those laying around on waivers all the time, so you need to add him. And he does get the Browns this coming week, and then Connor will likely be be back at some point, hopefully soon, if you're a Connor manager. So I don't think DeMarcado is the top guy, but he's pretty much a must roster, and I'm willing to roll him out there where you need running backs, which is basically everywhere in fantasy these days. And speaking of a running back, kudos to you, Okada, because you've been talking up Chuba Hubbard longer than anyone. And I, I had thought that Miles Sanders would regain the role when he returned. He was back last week, yesterday, and not doing a whole lot with it. It was Chuba Hubbard leading the Panthers' backfield. So uh, continue to talk up your guy. Yeah, far from it for Sanders, unfortunately. Um, and it was the first week back for him, but... I mean, this looks like the Hubbard show and it kind of like with DeMarcado, his fantasy output didn't look great. 7.4 points. 
But I don't expect that to be the weekly box score for Hubbard moving forward. He seems to have pretty clearly ascended into the lead role in Carolina. Led the team with 17 touches. Led the running back with 54 total yards. Everyone was inefficient, in fairness. But Hubbard was inefficient and involved, which is a good thing. (laughs) Give me that guy, please, and thank you. Listen, he averaged 1.9 yards per carry in this game. That's not going to happen over the course of the season. With that bump, when that bumps up, and assuming he keeps this top top dog opportunity, he will be averaging double digit fantasy points rest of season. Is definitely a guy you want to have on your roster and in your lineup. So Tank Dell got off to a really hot start this season, sort of cooled off. Then the Texans had a bye. They're back now, but it does feel like Matt, like a lot of people between you know the slump and the bye, probably dropped Tank Dell. So this feels like a reminder that he's still out there and available in a lot of leagues. It is. It's a reminder of the fact that he's available, which he now is more than he was before, obviously. And also a reminder of how good he was, because in this past week, again, like these two running backs we just talked about, the fantasy output didn't look incredible. Six fantasy points on seven opportunities. I'm largely willing to chalk that up into a recovery week. First week back, he'd missed the previous couple games. And you'll notice that I said opportunities rather than targets. That's because Dell was schemed into the run game, three carries for 15 yards. You love to see that. And his four targets, while that doesn't sound like a lot, was still nearly a 17% target share. But CJ Stroud and the Texans just threw an unnaturally low 24 times in a slog fest with the Panthers. Prior to uh, that game, Stroud was averaging 35 passes per game. And in Dell's four games prior to his injury, he was averaging 14.5 fantasy points. I expect all of this to trend back upwards moving forward, and I think he could be a hot commodity for playoff runs, so pick him up. I'm going to give a humble brag for each of us. I, I've had Taysom Hill in the stardom sit the last couple of weeks. I know you've had him in the waiver wire column the last couple of weeks. Even with Jawan Johnson back this past week, it is still Taysom time in New Orleans. Yeah, I don't know who knows this, but Taysom Hill is one of my favorite players in the NFL. I've been a truther <laughs> since the days when... Everyone used to fall out of their armchairs with rage when Sean Payton would put him in over Drew Brees. You want to know why he did that and why it's happening now? Because almost every single time Taysom touches the ball, the result is a positive play, both for the Saints and for fantasy. Because here's a spoiler alert. Not knowing what an offense is going to do makes it much harder to stop said offense. Okay, so that's my Taysom Hill rant. But legitimately, I am I am excited to be able to recommend him as a strong waiver wire ad. (laughs) Three straight weeks of legitimate involvement. 51.6 fantasy points over the last three weeks. There is one tight end who has had more fantasy points over that span, and his name rhymes with Smavis Smelsey. So <laughs> that's what we're dealing with with Taysom Hill now. Pick him up and just pray that Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael keep using him like they should. I mean, and people are starting to point out the fact that he, his route running has gotten better. He's learning how to leverage defenders uh, to get himself open. So that this feels like a, a happy learned how to putt moment for Taysom Hill in terms of him getting more opportunities. Speaking of tight ends, Trey McBride uh, last year was drafted as the tight end of the future there in Arizona. And with Zach Ertz out, Matt, it looks like the future is now for McBride. Yeah, it looks good, too. If you're if you're not brave enough to die on the hill hill with me and you want a more traditional <laughs> tight end, Trey McBride is absolutely your guy. 23 years old, took over for Zach Ertz this past week after the veteran landed on IR and was utterly dominant against the Ravens. Caught 10 of 14 targets, 95 yards and a touchdown. 
There have been two other games by a tight end with 10 plus catches and a touchdown this season. Travis Kelsey in week five and Travis Kelsey in week seven. So here's another Travis Kelsey for you. You're welcome. Uh, you know what's amazing about this, Matt, is that you know the Arizona Cardinals right now sort of looking up at everybody else in the NFC West. You got three guys. We just talked about three guys between Kyler Murray and Mari DiMercato and uh, Trey McBride. Just kind of a, an amazing yep. factoid there. Uh, Matt, we appreciate it. Uh, for everybody out there, go check him out on Twitter at Matt Okada, and uh, you can check out the article at NFL.com slash waiver wire. So there it is. That is our week eight wrap up as we get ready to turn the page and head into week nine. Hopefully you get what you need to get your win. That is it. We are done. We appreciate you hanging out with the NFL fantasy football show tomorrow. We're previewing the first chunk of the week nine slate. You know the drill. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, if you're looking to get beat up, dress as a pinata for Halloween. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. And we'll talk to you again real soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.